Over 63,000 rubber ducks dumped in Chicago River for charity. Competitors buy ducks that race down the river. If you peered into the Chicago River, you might have thought it had rained rubber duckies, but it was actually Chicago's 14th annual Ducky Derby. Quack, quack, quack. Exactly 63,133 rubber ducks were dumped into the river at the Wabash Bridge to raise money for Illinois Special Olympics. According to the organization, last year the Derby raised over 425000 for the charity. Competitors buy ducks paying $5 for one or up to 1000 for 240 the iconic bath toy race down the Chicago River to win prizes for their owners depending on how they place. This year the winner got a 2019 Chevy Equinox. 2500 on an all-in-exclusive vacation to the Riviera Maya and a Chicago weekend getaway or NASCAR tickets. Spectators watch from above and cheer on their ducks as they make their way to the finish line. After the race, the ducks are collected and reused for future races. I think we need to dump a bunch of rubber ducks in the Alabama River. Down here in Alabama... See if one of our rubber ducks wins, and maybe we might get a Chevy Equinox. Talk to you later. Just when I thought I had heard and seen it all. man's false teeth get stuck in his throat during surgery. They weren't discovered for eight days. <sighs> A 72-year-old false teeth got stuck in his throat during the surgery and weren't discovered for eight days, doctors have said. How in the world did the doctors drop the ball on this one? Fumble in the surgery room. The man was having surgery to remove a harmless lump in his abdominal wall, but the operation team neglected to take out his dentures before the operation. Come on, man. Ain't nobody got time for that. He returned to the hospital six days later complaining of blood in his mouth and difficulty breathing and swallowing, which had prevented him from eating solid food. Unfortunately, some surgery was needed to resolve the problem, which was revealed in a case report published by the British Medical Journal on Monday. Lead author Harriet Confey James Pageant Hospital in Eastern England 
is calling for the surgeons to ensure dentures are removed from patients before an operation. You think? You think you might need to pull them teeth out of there? Yeah. Better pull them out of there. Lose your consciousness. I guess the teeth go just like the tongue. Fall limp. I don't know. I don't have dentures. Either that, you better get some super poly grip and glue them things up in there. During the patient's first return to the emergency room, doctors were unable to diagnose the problem, and the unnamed man was sent home with a prescription for mouth, mouthwash, antibiotics, and steroids. But he returned two days later with worsening symptoms and was admitted to the hospital with suspected aspirations, pneumonia, and severe chest infection. Eventually, a diagnostic procedure identified a semicular object lying across his vocal cords, which had caused internal blistering and swelling. Man who said he had lost his dentures during his initial visit to the hospital was subsequently rushed into surgery to remove the false teeth. He remained in the hospital for another six days. Man. He returned suffering complications on multiple occasions over the following month before eventually healing. Mm. The, author, the author of the study wrote, There are no set national guidelines on how dentures should be managed during anesthesia. It ain't rocket science. Pulling puppies out. You don't know where they're going to go. But it is known that leaving dentures in during bag mask ventilation allows for a better seal during induction where the anesthetics is being infused and therefore many hospitals allow dentures to be removed immediately before incubation when a tube is inserted into the airway to assist breathing and in addition to reminding us of the risk of leaving dentures in during induction of anesthesia the Swiss cheese model of errors aligns. This case also highlights a number of important learning points they added. The first is, the first is to always listen to your patient. It has long been known that one gets the majority of the information needed to form a diagnosis based on the patient's history. Pull them teeth out of there. Come on, man. All that technology we got, scopes, x-rays. How y'all let that happen? Talk to y'all later.